This is the Penalty Office Music Business 101 podcast series. I'm Neil Levine. And I'm Warren Schatz. We'll be having conversations about everything from old school music business to the current state of the business. Everything from hip-hop to pop. We'll have lots of guests and go pretty deep. Welcome to the Penalty Office Music Business 101 podcast. Today we have really a great artist, Nucci, out of the DMV area. And we have Earn Harris, Earn Money uh, Harris, Earn owns Scream Ent, uh, the label and management company based in New York City. So welcome, guys. What's up, man? What's, up, man? What's going on? How you doing? So, Earn, I think I want to start with you. How did you find Nucci? What is your relationship? And, um, you know, where are you right now? with launching his career from a record company standpoint? Well, yeah, I met Nucci when, um, through his father. Me and his father was really close. And um, so, I, you know, his father's away right now at camp, so I, I kind of took it over until he get back. <laughs> so um, why don't you kind of give the audience a little background to Scream and what you've been doing, your background. I know you started out putting on shows and you have a unique background. So why don't you kind of give give our listeners a little background of who you are and a little bit about Screamant. Well, Screamant, it started out with Scream Team. We was all up in the Bronx and in Brooklyn. We was doing parties and stuff, running to Virginia and colleges when I was going to um, A&T State University before, and we was doing shows down there. And then back in the days, you know, working with um, Travcall Quest, um, later on working with my friends and then with Alicia Keys and, then I started to scream ENT. We had a group called One Accord with Jermaine Paul. You know, he wanted the voice. From there, you know, I got one of my partners here with me now. Hey, he'd been away for a long time. He was at, he was just with Booby Father, so he's here with me right now. And he was away for 19 years. So, you know, it's been rough. <laughs> wow. Welcome home. <laughs> yeah. So you met Nucci through his dad. How did you first find out that Nucci was rapping? Um, well, actually, Nucci's father, he came up here to one of our parties before. You know, I, I knew him from D.C. because I spent some time down there from guy. My mother sending me away trying to get me, keep me out of trouble and thought she was sending me somewhere better and send me somewhere worse, Washington, D.C. for a little <laughs> while. So I got, <laughs> I got to go know um, Booby and then Booby wanted to rap. So he came up here, he wanted to hang around us for a little while because we were doing the studio thing at that time. So we actually kind of showed him what it was about the music thing, he took it back down to D.C. because they were real strong on go-go down there. There was no hip-hop scene down there. And then from there, when I when I met Nucci, um, actually, I think he still was um, in diapers at the time. So, <laughs> so I actually watched him grow up. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's history there. Yeah. So, Nucci, I know you've been, you've been doing this for a while and had a, a couple deals. Why don't you kind of give, give our uh, you know, audience little background of who you are, how you got started, uh, the deals you've been through so far, and and then catch us up what's currently going on with you. Well, you know what I'm saying? I pretty much got started because of the access that I had to of my dad having a studio already. Like, I was exposed to music naturally, but being around him, but sometimes it's just like you overlook, you know, what your parents may do sometimes. Like, you you don't like if he was a mailman type shit, like I would still not really pay attention to it as much, but I got exposed to music and I really like music a lot. So when I finally was old enough to actually listen to what he was saying and 
how well he was telling his story through the music and able to see the real life and the music at the same time. Like hear him saying stuff and see it. And it was like, okay, this is, this is okay. I like this. Like it made me want to do it. Maybe want to tell what I'm going through or just be able to try, like try to do it. So once I, once I got exposed to like, I really didn't start writing music till about like ninth grade. Maybe we moved, we moved to Atlanta cause he was chasing the music dream. So we moved to Atlanta and when I was down there, I didn't really know nobody. So nine times out of 10, I had headphones in my ears and I'm listening to like Wale, Wiz Khalifa, Jay-Z, Drake just dropped. Like I, I discovered Reasonable Doubt and So Far Gone at the same time. So I was privy to Drake's first album and well, Drake's first project and Jay-Z's first project at the same time. Like on the ride, we, we actually in the process of moving to Atlanta and in the van, all we had was Reasonable Doubt and we just bought so far gone off of somebody at the gas station. It just came out. So the whole ride, I'm listening to just them albums. And we didn't know who Drake was going to be at the time. So it's like, it's crazy to, that me listening to both of them it had an impact on me. They like, they kind of had the same impact on me. I didn't really understand what Jay-Z was talking about because he was talking about some of the same stuff that my father was talking about. But I was, I'm learning about it. And then Drake was more relatable, but it seemed like the same it seemed like the same thing. So both listening to both of them made me just want to like, okay, I see it from the older perspective that I don't really understand and the younger perspective that I do understand. So it's like, I know I could fit somewhere in the middle of that. So it's like, that's when I first started writing because I'm just listening to music. I'm just getting influenced by it. And at the same time, I'm in Atlanta. Like, it's like, we're better to be at and be exposed to like, even like the radio in Atlanta is different. The school, like I was in Atlanta schools from DCs and, and, and PG schools. And it was just like, I'm getting a bunch of flavors. I'm getting a bunch of stuff at the same time. So it was like, I just always took from a lot of people and just try to find myself in it. So that, that was really how I started doing it when I was in like ninth grade. And then by like, like right before I graduated, I dropped my, like my first stuff on world star and it got like a lot of views and, positive responses i wasn't really expecting them positive i thought that people were just gonna be talking shit or whatever but it was like it was it was more positive than negative so i was like okay this this something this something i could do and then i kept doing it and eventually i got attention from atlantic and we went an adventure with them it, and wasn't it wasn't long but i was able to get exposed to the industry from the other side like it was just creative up until that point well, all i was worried about was the creative side but at that point i was able to see okay you got to do this you need this you need leverage you need you know you need to know people you need to you know what i'm saying it was it was more broke down to me at that point so i i feel like the the industry side of it just made me a little more sharper navigating part of what you do is dj in clubs how'd that start my little brother is actually my dj my little brother, uh, he played football. And my dad was like, man, you got to do this. Because once I started doing the music stuff, he kind of veered away from football and was kind of like following wherever we went. And then once he picked it up, it was kind of like, he didn't really care about it as much. But I was interested in it. He had the equipment, so I, I jumped on it and learned the same time he learned. So once he, once he started actually DJing for me, I didn't really do it because him seeing me fuck around with it made him... Like, all right, I'm better than you. And I know he's better than me, but I had to had to pull it out of him. 
So I, I had like it was really like some competition stuff. I really wanted to get him to do it, but I, I actually ended up doing it. And then like he had a gig, he had like he got he was getting booked for like a bunch of gigs. And he just asked me did I want to do it one time, and I was like, I go do it. I tried. Like I like DJing, and then once I did it, they just kept asking me. They was like, do it again. People just kept asking me to do it, and I was like, okay, I'll do it. It is fun. I I like it almost as much as performing. It almost feel like I'm performing just other people's songs. The first record that we put out with you and Earn, they've got some activity. How's it changed your life down there? Do you notice uh, anything? Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Like, DJ, even, like, I used to go out and, like, have to ask the DJ to play the song. Go after, you know what I'm saying, have to be around. It's like, now I only have to go to the club. I don't even have to be there. Even the radio support is crazy. Like, it's certain people that already knew about me, but it was like, you got to have that record that people have no problem supporting. So I felt like this was one that, okay, it passed a lot of people's, like, first listen test like people are, i'm in the club seeing people listen to it like they know it already like they in there trying to say the words i'm like i ain't no way you know the words this is the first you know this is the first time you just heard it but the the radio plays like people calling me i know when you got when when you got something going on because people will call you it so people call me move like oh it's mr move or say so they put a little they put a little sauce on it because something's going on uh, for the listeners out there, so Tanucci's song is called Move. I'm sure you, you got that. And the song is, is definitely, you know, getting tremendous amount of love out there, both on social media, you know, radio has been playing the record. And so for us, when we see a reaction and we see people really kind of loving a song, it shows, well, there's something really here. And you've been putting your time in for a while, too. This didn't just happen. This is something that you've been, been working on, building these relationships for a while. And I'm going to play it. Hey. When I say move, bitch, you better move. Hey, Chris, you made that. When I say move, bitch, you better move. Hey. When I say. Hey. Look. When I say move, bitch, you better move Nigga getting money now, making all the rules Brand new whips, brand new jewels Brand new clips, brand new tools Never been a fool, can't afford to lose Everybody ain't your friend, everybody ain't cool Niggas looking for a lick, niggas looking for a move Seen them at the club, then I seen them on the news When I say move, bitch, you better move Nigga getting money now, making all the rules Brand new whips, brand new jewels Brand new clips, brand new tools Never been a fool, can't afford to lose Everybody ain't your friend, everybody ain't cool Everybody get used, everybody ain't true I ain't been real from the jump, then my name ain't Nooch Shit was real cool, I ain't even move I ain't even blink, I ain't even think I ain't even tatted, but a nigga got ink About to get a truck, 2020 Brinks I don't be around when everybody link I don't just down with everybody drink Never gave a damn what anybody think Still don't give a damn what anybody think Know I gotta pull the weave out Head killer, yeah, they call me Mr. Leave out You know what I bees about Get another and then I leaves out Know she let her climb the wood like a treehouse Snakes in the grass, I know how to weed out Use a sweet nigga, use a margarita Creep up on a nigga like a margarita I been in the kitchen begging like I need her Never ever could a nigga think I need her I been missing from the game, think they need her Niggas snitching, niggas tripping for no reason Just started, I ain't even put the keys in Go retarded soon as he put the beat in I'm a problem, man, these niggas gotta see him If the vibe ain't right, then I'm leaving when I say move, bitch, you better move. Do you think that the things that we've all been doing, like the radio promotion and the Spotify promotions that we've been doing for you, have helped? I would say that they have helped tremendously, especially especially the radio aspect. And initially, 
a lot of people usually tell me like radio's dead or like it's not something you should pay attention to. But I feel like you know what I'm saying radio is the is is one of the places where it's literally people in the building. It's literally people pushing every button and somebody it's a DJ playing at every time slot. This is a person hosting the radio. So it's like these are relationships. Like you say, these are relationships that you're able to build prior to the push. Like most of these people already knew. A lot of these people already knew from from running around and you know what I'm saying, just making my rounds as as I'm coming up. But now, okay, we come back with a record that, you know what I'm saying, has a stamp behind it, or like, you know what I'm saying, it's coming in with some type of push and is likable. Okay, now the relationships are, you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm reconnecting the dots. And and the uh the radio push just made people that weren't thinking about me in a certain region but knew about me. This is oh, I know who whose song is this? I know this. And then you know what I'm saying? It, I've been able to see it like through Instagram. Like a, a lot of people reach out to me. That's pretty much like the, the main source of like, you know what I'm saying, uh communication. So people reach out to me on Instagram, like other DJs in, in North Carolina, in Tennessee, in, in Philly. Like I've been able to reach out to the people that were pl- that the that the songs are playing. Like I, I seen the list of where the songs were playing at, and then just reached out and followed all the radio stations, seeing who were the DJs on the radio stations, and follow all the DJs that were on the radio stations, just so they could see that okay, we're playing it, and this you know what I'm saying it's a real person. It's just. It's been it's been helpful for sure. It's definitely been helpful. You're happy with what your label is doing for no, you? For sure. For oh, sure. Good. Cause that's so rare, you know. Um, so you you know, I want to backtrack a little bit. So you had to, you know, you just got out of school, you got this major record deal at you know Atlantic Records. So kind of why don't you give 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 the audience some of the pitfalls about signing with a major and some of the advantages about signing with uh, with a major from 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 your perspective. From my specific situation, I feel like just the stamp of dealing with a major could take you uh, uh, into a lot of rooms. So it gives you it gives you uh, an opportunity to navigate and you know what I'm saying play ball a little different. So I feel like that was the best thing for me. Because I really didn't get the benef- the full benefits of the label, per se, just because of the situation it was. It was just, you know what I'm saying? It's like a relationship. Everything don't work out. You might like her. She might like you. But, just you know what I'm saying? It shit don't work out. So, sometimes I look at it like that. And you might go back to her or another one that's just like her. And, you know what I'm saying? It might work out. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't have, like, an ill taste in my mouth from dealing with major labels or anything like that. I just know that. It's certain situations you got to come. You just got to be prepared for them. You just got to you got to know what you're walking into. You got to make sure you uh, go in there with the right people. You're not going in there uh, just careless and just willing to take something because it's a, a major label. You still got to be able to, you know what I'm saying, cover yourself. But I don't, I don't really have a I was we were able to get in and leave amicably it wasn't like a a bad you know what i'm saying it wasn't a bad thing i just i feel like when you sign something it's on paper so as long as you read like you're not really can't really get in nobody forced you to sign anything so you ready for the next single oh, for sure i'm just and, ready to, and I'm what ready. is what is the next single so i can play it uh it's called bleachers is there anything special about the song you want to tell people uh, it's just fun. It's just a fun record. Like I, I, I really enjoy making music. So, 
I try to make sure whenever I'm making something, it's just something fun to me and enjoyable. Because I, I know if I like it, I feel like other people gonna like it. Young people will like for sure, and I feel like older people that ain't really into that still will like it. I'm saying it's just a good, it's a good sound. They ain't believers, making more than the teachers, made them believers. Learning to live with them demons, that shit turn me to a creature. Going through water that's dressing, that shit just turned me to a preacher. Heard a nigga a long time ago say it was cheaper to keep her. Well, I gotta run it up, run it up, cause I ain't tryna keep her. I gotta leave her, put her back in the freezer. Taking trips out Egypt, blowing rocks for no reason. Don't play with my people, nigga really might leave you. No face, no case. My jack got beat it. RIP it, swiping that visa, drink it tequila with my friends, Casamigas. I really live like it's a movie, ooh I got a new thing, I'm feeling groovy, I'm feeling cool B, feeling like two C's, all in the city with the top down, they yelling new G, who he, he be the one, get all the funds, get all the cool G, cause your bitch like how I catch it like I'm Bruce Lee. Knew a long time ago that hoe was choosy. Don't be goofy. Got in the, got in the, got in the game, straight from the bleachers. They ain't believers. Making more than the teachers. Made them believers. Learning to live with them demons, that shit turned me to a creature. Going through water that's dressing, that shit just turned me to a preacher. Heard a nigga a long time ago say it was cheaper to keep her. Well, I gotta run it up, run it up, cause I ain't tryna keep her. I gotta leave her, put her back in the freezer. Taking trips out Egypt. I know that you've been recording a bunch of new records. You're always in the studio. You know what, what's your creative process? How do you write? Do you do you have a pen and paper with a pad of lyrics before you go in? Do you write in the studio? Like like what is your creative process? I got a couple of different ways to do it. Like sometimes my favorite way to do it, and probably the most dangerous way, is while I'm in the car and I'm listening to beats, because like I'm moving and I'm seeing stuff, and it's like. My brain's like, since I'm moving, my brain is moving. I'm seeing more things and I, I think of more things as opposed to when I'm actually in the studio and I'm just in this this one room and I can't really, I'm just stuck with whatever thoughts I have or trying to really think hard about stuff. So I prefer to write outside of the studio. So even from walking, riding or anything, I'm, I could be sitting down somewhere, but I, I prefer to be outside the studio to write actually. But if I'm in the studio, I also don't have a problem in it. Like, I could cut it on in there too. But as far as I feel like the most creative I can get would be being able to be like in uh, see the world and like experience stuff. Like, I feel like so, I have to. Do, stuff. So do, do you keep a, a a pad with you, a pencil and paper? How do you do? I it? do. I do, but I don't. I don't write. I don't write. Uh, I don't write my raps on on the paper. Like, I just write stuff I think about on the paper. But, but you, but you, so you remember pretty much what you were thinking at the time. No, I, I write, I write on my phone. I oh, write on oh, my phone. okay, cool. But if I'm recording myself, sometimes I won't write at all. I just, I just record line for line. Like if how, how you sitting right now, I had a mic like right there. We sitting at the headphones. I look just how you look right now, recording the song. 
what would be a dream kind of collaboration for you? And second part of this, where would you like to be in, let's say, uh, five years from now? So who would you like to work with, the dream come true? And then where where would you like to, you know, where would you like your career to go or non-career, whatever you're into? A dream, a dream collab would definitely be like, I, I like to shoot for the stars and like people that's my favorite. So it would definitely be like Lil Wayne or like, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? Hove before he stopped doing verses. That's really, that's really what, what I really want to shoot for, to be honest. And, you know what I'm saying? Five years from now, I definitely see myself as, as one of them, the people that got potential to, to do that, like to, to be on the route to being one of those names that you remember and, and you know what I'm saying? Hip hop or, or music period. And I also want to get into like a lot of other stuff, like as far as acting, I'm kind of already into it, but I like to expand more like on the filmmaking and you know what I'm saying? Just pretty much film, filmmaking and like music combining them and, and trying to do something with that. So, Earn. Yes. So, uh, what else would you like to add? You know, I know that you obviously saw something in Nucci. That's why okay. you signed him. Uh, so, what else would, would you would you like to add to this? Well, just I, I want to just tell you, just look out for this next single, and then and then we want to do this podcast again once we go gold or platinum. <laughs> so, love then, that. <laughs> and then, yeah, Nucci is. You know, I took a liking to Nucci too because of. Uh, Cause he just, you know, like the new music out here. I'm not trying to put the young music down, but I didn't grow up in it. So <clears throat> my era is hip hop, and Nucci's still young, and he still, you know, touched the hip hop world just as well. So I, I like the um the fact that you know he have records that we're gonna be doing that's more positive, you know, to get away from um what's going on in the world where everybody think they gotta kill people to um to really sell records these days. So love that I I, I do. Uh, Nooch, how can the listeners find you uh, on on Instagram? They can find me at uh, Nooch Music on everything. Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. That's Nooch Music on all across the board. Nooch Music. That's N-O-O-C-H-I-E, music. So, mm-hmm. guys, you got to you gotta be checking for, for Nooch. He has some fire coming out. He has, sure. a, he has the Move song out right now, making a lot of noise out there. Uh, I see your Instagram following continues to uh, to grow and your engagement is is great. Uh, another thing I wanted to touch on is D.C., like what rappers have come out of D.C. Is it an advantage about about living in D.C. and breaking out of that or or is it tougher from your perspective? I definitely think it's tougher. I think it's tougher to break out of D.C. for a few reasons. I think the talent is definitely here, like without a doubt, just as talented as anywhere else. But I think as far as like the history per se, like it don't go, it doesn't go as far back as a Big Daddy Kane or Outkast or Goody Mob like that or uh, Dr. Dre and N.W.A. We don't really have that legacy of that long of being a, a hip hop city. Like it was predominantly go go until about the, really the late two thousands. So right before 2000, like 2010 was really when, like, okay, Wale broke probably around 2006, seven, and then Wale is still the biggest artist from D.C. So, you know what I'm saying, that I don't feel like it should, I feel like if the infrastructure was like, or if like there was, you know what I'm saying, certain 
funnels for the artists to go through. Like, okay, me being exposed to Atlanta's industry and LA's industry and New York's industry, I could easily see how navigating through these could benefit more than navigating through DC. I can't run into anybody like YouTube in DC that has plaques on the wall <laughs> from from a, a, a executive stance. Like if anybody got plaques, probably producer or like a DJ or like another artist. But as far as like the people that can help you from the things that you aren't worried about all the time or like from another position, it can help go further. But we don't really have an industry like that. Or like even like the amount of studios, so it's, it's, I, I think it's harder just because of the resources. But I, I think it's definitely improving now. Like there's definitely a lot of people now that are gaining traction and bringing attention to DC. There's a bunch of uh, of venues that they've been building. There's more studios popping up, more festivals and stuff like. So it's definitely getting there. But prior to now, it was definitely it's been an issue. But it's, it's getting there. But I still would rather move around and try to make it happen as opposed to just sitting still. Well, the one thing that I can say is shout out to Tuma who programs all the playlists uh, at YouTube. Uh, he's the one that really built out Spotify, Rap Caviar. I met Tuma when he was at Spotify. You know, yes, and he lives there, so hopefully he's feeling your record too. Shout out Tuma. Uh, I got to check out Nucci uh, and um you know, it's just great having you on on our, our show. And we'll have you back soon with the new single. Um, and it's great having you part of our family. No, nah, for sure. I'm, I'm happy I met you, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. You know, oh and we love Earn. Earn's one yeah. of our favorite guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and a great record guy. And and, uh, and also Earn's building out a... A, uh, a management company right now and um so yeah so we've been working with Earn for for a while now besides him besides us us working with him um he's he's actually turned into a real friend and and i gotta tell you he really cares cares about the artist he cares about the community uh, um so shout out to scream Ent. uh Earn, you know got for love real. for you here same um, here Okay, well, well, listen. Um, I guess we'll 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 close it out. But do you have any last parting words that you'd like to give? Uh, you know, aspiring artists, Nucci, people that that are are in their living rooms thinking about doing this, or are in their bedrooms. What kind of feedback and just what would you like to tell them on these last words? I feel like they just got to be able to willing to take a risk, whether it be going somewhere or just trying something that you thought of that you didn't think would work or something that somebody told you or a couple people told you wouldn't work, but you know what I'm saying? You just feel like you could do it. I feel like every time I try to do something that I wanted to do, it, it definitely didn't help me propel a little further. So I feel like that's something you just, you just do, just take risks. Like I quit my first job and then they called me to come work down in Atlanta and then after that, it was it was on and popping. So it was like it came from a risk. If I didn't take the initial risk, I probably wouldn't even be on the Zoom call right now. That's really great feedback. Well, thank you, All guys. Right. All right, thank you. Thanks. We, we will talk to you soon again. Uh, guys, check out uh, Nucci's new single, Move, Making Noise Out There. And uh, check out the video. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay.